0: This is the Journal of Ecology podcast. I'm Scott Chamberlain. I recently caught up with Michael Hutchings at the BES annual meeting in December 2012 in Birmingham, in the UK, to ask him about his reflections on his nine-year tenure as the executive editor of Journal of Ecology.
1: I'm Mike Hutchings. Uh, I'm uh, an emeritus professor now from uh, University of Sussex, where I did my whole career. Uh, I'm also the executive editor of Journal of Ecology, and I will be for another 10 or 12 days, I think. Uh, I've been an editor of the journal for about 15 years and executive editor for the last eight or nine years.
0: Earlier this year, you published an editorial in the journal on the change in uh, topics covered by papers uh, in the journal um, over the past 100 years. uh, f- from that editorial um, what has stuck with you in terms of uh, how ecology has changed well
1: one thing that uh, has certainly happened is that the breadth of topics that are being submitted to the journal has, uh, has got very much wider uh, I think that uh, all of the descriptive stuff went many decades ago uh, nowadays of course everything has to be quantifiable everything has to be uh, subject to statistical analyses uh, we still have I suppose as the meat and drink of uh, the content of the journal the population and ecological uh, and and community uh, ecology papers and those still make up a very high proportion of the submissions and the accepted papers um, but there are some noticeable niche areas that have come to the forefront in recent years, and those would include things like uh, functional traits, uh, analysis of functional traits, uh, nowadays linking them with um, ecosystem services, and and we'll be running a special feature on on that uh, in the first issue of 2013. Uh, Another. Uh, field uh, and another one that we're going to run a special feature on is plant soil feedback effects Uh, and that'll be out uh, about midway through next year Um, so these these niche niche subjects uh, build up, I think they probably last for four or five years and then they die away again and I suppose one of the things the journal wants to try and do is to try and pre-guess what these trends are going to be so that uh, we're ready to take advantage of them and bring in the best papers. And I I think one area that we did that with very well over the last decade or so was uh, the competition and facilitation uh, area of the subject. I think we more or less cleaned up with the best papers in in that field and I'm very proud of that having happened.
0: Was there any, um, over the past 10 or so years that you've been, been leading the journal, is there any noticeable change in, uh, in, the, in the content of the, of the journal?
1: Well, a couple of things that are different, I think. Uh, firstly, that um, nowadays it's, it's almost imperative I think that you make very, very clear within your introduction uh, just what the advance is going to be. Uh, and you have to make a substantial advance to get into a, a top-tier journal, um, otherwise your paper will be rejected. So I think the the questions you're addressing have got to be very clear, uh, very often posed as uh, testable hypotheses, uh, and it doesn't matter if the hypothesis as you establish it is proved to be wrong, mm. uh, but it has to be clear by the time you reach the discussion uh, what you found out that relates to the hypothesis you set up and whether your hypothesis was uh, borne out or or, um, or rejected. Uh, many papers still don't do that but I think many of the best ones that we receive uh, and the ones with the highest probability of acceptance will always do that. I think the second thing is that um, and I, I don't particularly like this trend myself because, of course, I'm I'm an old school ecologist and uh, learnt my statistics a very long time ago, uh, and, and this trend is that the statistics have become much much more sophisticated and much more problematic mm. for many uh, people to deal with, uh, and I think um, good statistics is. Is something we should all be striving to um, to provide in our in our research, uh, but I do regret the fact that the statistics I think often seem to take centre stage, and the ecological message gets mm-hmm. left a little bit behind. Um, I think it's always important to the majority of our readers that the message that they will get from the paper is crystal clear, and mm-hmm. it's an ecological message, not a statistical message. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there's anything I would like to leave as a, a legacy after I've gone, I think it is, please keep the ecology at the forefront, mm-hmm. forefront of the paper, rather than uh, the statistics. Uh, maybe there are people who would disagree with me over this, mm-hmm. but this is my point of view
0: so so what about the folks um taking over for you uh, at the journal of ecology can you talk a little bit about them
1: yes there's there's not so much um change really uh because the the new executive editor will be david gibson who's been an editor of the journal for exactly the same length of time as i have uh, david and i have always worked very 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 well together and, and i think he does a fantastic job of uh Uh, as an editor. Uh, We still have Richard Bargett and Mark Rees staying on as editors as well and uh, we have a new editor who's just been recruited and that is Amy Austin uh, from Argentina Uh, and uh, this is a very nice development because it's the first time that Journal of Ecology has had a female editor. Uh, It's also Mm -hmm. the first time that we've had an editor who's based in the Southern Hemisphere. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think uh, Amy will bring a a lot of new skills to uh, the journal. Um, She uh, is very, very well uh, versed in what's going on in the publishing world at the moment, Mm -hmm. the the changes that are happening there. Uh, I think she will be a great recruit to the team. And I think I want to stress that uh, everything we've achieved at Journal of Ecology has been a team effort, mm-hmm. um, as well as a great editor team. We have uh, a wonderful support staff as well. Um, we, we have Andrea Bayer as our managing editor. Mm-hmm. Uh, just until about a year ago we had Erica Newton working with us and now we have Lauren Sandu. Mm-hmm. And these have all been wonderful masters of the editors, Uh, they're much more in charge than the editors are uh, and they they do a wonderful job Um, I wouldn't stop there either because we we have a team of about 50 associate editors all internationally renowned ecologists in a variety of fields, all giving their time uh, freely uh, as community service uh, for the Pleasure of making sure that we accept the best papers that are submitted to us, and they all do a fantastic job. Thanks to to all the team that supported me so well uh, during my time as editor. Yeah.
0: Uh, so so now that you have a bit more time, um, or that, that I assume you'll have more time stepping down from the journal. Do, what do you do you think you focus on on research more or something else? Well.
1: Um, I'm at retirement age now, and uh, I've I've still got, I counted it up before I came here today, I, I have about 15 or 18 papers that it would be still nice to publish if I could possibly do that, uh, so having left my university duties behind, uh, and now having left the editor's duties behind, I'm, I'm going to have a lot of free time, and I hope to... Um, Get some of those papers out within the next year, and probably all of them out within the next three years if I can, mm. uh, as mm. long as my statistics aren't too old-fashioned for <laughs> the papers to hold up in review. Um, mm. But you know, there's there's a lot of other things to life. I think um, mm. my my wife wants me to paint the house and dig the garden, but uh, I do lots of other things. I, um, I I do a lot of walking, some uh, jogging, some exercise, Pilates, uh, read a lot, yeah. uh, I sing in a very good choir and uh, huh. love uh, being involved in concerts and recordings yeah. and um, uh, I want to listen to a lot more music as well, yeah. so yeah. lots of plans, not all ecological, but I haven't quite left the ecological building yet, right. uh, but it's uh, It's time that I headed for the door, I think.
0: (laughs) Right. All right, well, well, thanks for doing the interview.
1: Thank you, Scott.
0: I have been speaking with Michael Hutchings for the Journal of Ecology podcast. I'm Scott Chamberlain.